Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You are listening to Home. I'm Dean Sharp, the house whisperer, custom home builder, custom home designer, here with you live like I am every weekend, Saturdays from 6 to 8, Sundays from 9 to 11. Hey, welcome to the second hour of our fine program. What are we doing? I'm here to help, to be an advocate for you as you wrestle with construction issues on your home, a design mentor for you. Uh, because when it comes to transforming that place, design matters most. And uh, just a friendly voice helping you build yourself a more beautiful home, I hope, a more beautiful life, and to do it more affordably and more artfully than you ever imagined. You have joined us in the middle of a uh, all-calls Sunday, which means it's your calls that we're dealing with. Uh, you get to choose the topic for the show. The number to reach me at 833-2-ASK-DEAN. 833, the number two, Ask Dean. All right, without any further ado, let's get back to the phones. Ben, welcome home. I am an investor, and I'm, in the, I'm about to start a, a rental project that's partially, um, partially the building and partially redoing the existing uh, building, and I'm looking for a software that I can manage my subcontractors. Do you have any suggestions? Ah, yeah. Um, well, I think these would probably apply just as well. Uh, yeah, there are some really good these days. We're kind of in the golden age of project management software when it comes to construction, I would uh, direct you towards to just uh, very quickly answer uh, co-construct uh, and or take a serious look at Builder Trend. Uh, our uh, building uh, company uses Builder Trend to manage uh, multiple projects and uh, subs and invoicing and change orders and on-site inspections and client communications. And you know what? It's a uh, it is a solid piece of software. Co-construct another really, really good one. I would start with those two and see if those uh, don't sound. And you know what? Affordable. Subscription-based, affordable, and well worth it. Every builder and developer, in my opinion, should be running uh, these software programs these days. Because you know what? It's uh, almost 2022. And uh, the old style of project management... Uh, nothing wrong with it, except uh, by comparison, incredibly inefficient uh, compared to what we can get done uh, with software today. So there you go. Uh, ben, thank you for the question. Uh, John, welcome home. Do we have John? Can we get to John? 
Oh no, <laughs> the the oh, wait, John, hello, are you with? Hello, you got hello. it. We got him. I'm with. Oh, good. Thank you very much. Um, a friend of mine is building a home in Kingman, Arizona. He has solar and he has natural gas. He's installing a 50-gallon uh, hot water heater with a restart pump. Should the wa- hot water heater be gas or electric? Ah, okay. Well, um, uh, here's the thing. The question of new home, gas or electric or water heater. Uh it really depends on what his long-term goals are because there are two good answers to it. A gas water heater is going to be less expensive and uh, less expensive to operate. Uh, the gas water heater, you know, natural gas right now is just cheaper than buying electricity off the grid. However, however, uh, an all-electric water heater, although it pulls more power, and if you were buying that electricity off the grid, you would be paying more to operate it. If, and here's the critical if, if his solar, if the design of his solar system is large enough to incorporate and absorb uh, the uh, the energy pull of an electric uh, water heater, then... His water heater is less expensive electric than it is gas because it's all covered under solar. And, of course, if he adds battery to that mix, then, you know, the gas can go down and be interrupted and uh, he can still have hot water during that interrupted period. So, John, the real question is not about which is better, uh, but the ultimate application. There is just it's inexpensive to run hot water off of natural gas, but solar is the key factor there and that's probably the thing that turns the corner because if the system is large enough to incorporate it then why not why not go electric they they work just as well uh but they pull a lot of uh, amperage along the way and the solar system uh can accommodate it john really really good question thank you so much uh can we fit one more in here let's uh do it joyce welcome home oh thank you Um, My question is, I had a new shower put in last year, and the man who did it tiled the bottom of the the shower floor. He also put a pan under the floor, floor, and um, I can't get all the water off the tile after I shower because I think it likes to sit in in the little tiles. Those tiny little bitty tiles are real cute, Um, but they sure do hold water. And when I'm done showering, I I foot the water into the drain, and I also use a squeegee (laughs) to get the water into the drain. But um, I can't get it all because, you know, 10 minutes later I have this little puddle. And... You know, I, I don't know how many times I could do it, but I, I don't want to. And I want to know if after I do uh, get as much into the drain as I can, is that going to harm my shower? Is that going to rot through or stink or anything like that? I got you. I got you. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, so you've got mosaic tile. You've got small mosaic style tiles on the floor of your shower, but your contractor installed a shower pan underneath it all. It sounds yeah. to me, and you know what? A lot of builders don't anticipate this, and, uh, and I'm not going to question whether he's put the right slope on your shower pan floor. Not. I already um, know that he didn't. Okay, he didn't. He, so, he, so there's he used the slope for the pan instead of the slope slope for the little tiles. 
Right. And so uh, as long as the pan is sloped underneath, okay, that's the critical issue. And the, your question, is this going to ruin my shower? No, it's not. If the pan that's buried underneath the tile on the mortar is properly sloped, <clears throat> then all that water, when it eventually soaks through or any that is remaining, is going to find its way into the drain properly. It doesn't have to be the surface of the tile. It's annoying that the surface of the tile, especially, especially, I mean, of all the tile pans to not slope properly, mosaic <laughs> tiles, which by definition, because water has a really high surface uh, tension, it has a high surface adhesion. I mean, water can climb up vertically given the right circumstances. So yeah. when we've got tiles that have lots of little grout lines in them, if we were to look at it microscopically, we would find that there's all sorts of bumps and crevices and valleys going on there. So number one, uh, anybody who's listening, who's thinking about doing a tile shower pan out of mosaic, which by the way, I love, 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 but you gotta make sure not only do you normally, when we use a mosaic tile on a shower pan, not only do we absolutely make sure we've got our quarter inch of a foot slope in that uh, shower pan, uh, or eighth of an inch, I should say, uh, per foot slope, but we go to a quarter because we want to make sure that water is motivated to get into the drain just for aesthetics. Because the only thing, uh, Joyce, that this is going to be a downside of potentially, if you don't keep mopping it up with your foot or squeegeeing it with your foot into the drain, is uh, you know in certain showers if it's if it doesn't have really good uh ventilation or circulation in the room then you know water sitting around in a bathroom will inevitably create you know mildew uh or want to go that way and so it's probably going to be kind of a cleaning hassle i would say this if there's any way to get a hold of this guy and have him come back and say listen just the shower i, I don't want you to rip out the pan i want you to get these tiles up and, uh, and you know, it's not that much tile and re-slope this uh, surface the way it should be so I don't have to deal with this anymore. That would be the right answer to the situation. But no, it's not going to destroy your shower or your shower pan. Yes, it might be a mildew problem if you got standing water inside the shower for too long. So lesson learned for everyone. The smaller the tile, the more grout lines the more you got to make sure you got good slope because just water just doesn't want to go where you want it to go all by itself. Joyce, thanks for the call. I've got more answers when we come back. I'm so glad you joined me this morning. You're home with Dean Sharp, the house whisperer. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I took my time. Dean Sharp, the house whisperer, at your service. So glad you joined me this morning. We're right in the middle of an all-calls Sunday. I love all-calls days. Just love talking to people about what's going on with their home. So uh, without any further ado, let's go back to the phones. Uh, Hanny, welcome home. 
Hi, Dean. Nice to talk to you. Um, love your show. So my question is, I have a beautiful nine feet by five feet. Uh, it's called the La Cactus Cream Granite Countertop. And um, it starts having like these hairline uh, cracks in it that keeps growing. And I called a couple of places and they said there's nothing they can do about it because it's too, they're too fine to get filled. So I'm, I'm not sure what to do. And they just keep getting longer and longer. Okay. Do we know, are the cracks emanating from a particular area or they're just sort of appearing all over the granite? No, they're, they're starting at the base of my faucet and just kind of spreading out like a web. Okay. So they're start. so they seem, they, they seem to be starting at the, at where the faucet passes through the granite uh, as if maybe it was pulled down too hard or there's a stress fracture there. How, how old is this piece of uh, granite countertop? Uh, I had it put in, in 2013. 2013. Okay. So it's been a while. Okay. Yeah. And okay, I so didn't realize. Crack... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so when I called around, they said you're supposed to get it. We finished every year or two, and I've never um, put anything on it. So I'm not sure if that's the cause. Yeah, that's not the cause. That's uh, that's just sealing. Uh, and, and, and yeah, you should have it resealed regularly, but that has nothing to do with the structural integrity of the granite. This kind of granite, Hanny, it does it. Is it speckly granite, like like all over, or does it have veining on it, like you know, uh, well, you know what veining no, is? No, it's it's speckled. Yeah, no, it's speckled all over. I mean, it's it's speckled all over stunning. without any with without veins. Okay, uh, you're making Correct. it harder all the time. Um, yeah. Okay. So the, the answer the answer is probably not, but I wouldn't give up. That's that's my best answer to you. And I'll tell you, there are different kinds of ways that granite and natural stone countertops crack. Sometimes they crack as a result of stress cracks. It seems to me that might be what's happening uh, in your situation: a stress crack uh, or a break. Um, there's just outright breakage, but a lot of natural stone and this is something that stone people need to re-emphasize over and over again with folks who are buying natural stone is that they can have fissures in them that are just naturally occurring kind of hairline cracks may or may not be obvious when you first buy uh the countertop and have it installed but it's one of the rolls of the dice that you take with uh with countertops um nevertheless when mm -hmm. it comes to repairing them unfortunately big cracks easier to repair than hairline because like you've been told uh not a lot of room to get epoxy or anything fixed down inside there nevertheless nevertheless right. uh don't give up i have had some uh crack repair technicians come out where i just thought well this is a waste of time but i want them to come out anyway and they have them take a look at me and say no dean you know what i think i can do something with this so uh, sometimes it may just be a regrinding of the surface to minimize the appearance of uh, the crack itself and then a repolishing of the countertop. So I'm just going to tell you this, Hanny, don't give up. Uh, instead of just having a conversation with somebody on the phone, go and make a couple of appointments with some reputable uh granite and stone repair uh, people and have them come out, have them get, you know, it's easy to say on the phone, nah, no, nah, there's nothing you can do if it's a hairline. No, 
get eyes on, get eyes on the situation and then have them tell you that there's no hope only after I only believe there's no hope in a construction situation when uh, three, four or five experts have stared at me and stared at the problem in person and said, yeah, Dean, there's no way we're getting around this. Then I'm like, all right, nah, what's our next decision? There you go. And that's a good policy for everybody. Uh, to adhere to when it comes to any issue around their home. All right, more calls when we come back. AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You are home with Dean Sharp, the house whisperer. Welcome. Welcome on this uh, crisp Sunday, December morning. Uh, we're right in the middle of an all-call Sunday, uh, nothing but calls, so you get to determine what's going on with our topics today. Time to go back to the phones. Let's talk to Rose. Hey, Rose, welcome home. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, my question is, I need a roof replacement, and I'm not sure of which manufacturer to go with. Um, Owens Corning, GAF, and I recently heard of a, another manufacturer, a Malarkey. And I mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. wanted to get your, I also wanted to get your thoughts on if there's a preference for a California Valley or a metal a metal valley. Ah, good question. Okay. Uh, all right. So, first of all, what kind of roof? Uh, Owens Corning, GAF, Marlarkey, all excellent roofing manufacturers. So, when you are faced with completely reliable roofing manufacturers of the highest caliber, like these three are, then the decision mm. is no longer a construction decision. It, the decision then becomes a design decision. This is exactly how I make these decisions when it comes to this kind of stuff as well. Uh, we, we're like, okay, they're all fine. They're all excellent. It's like buying a high-end okay. appliance for your kitchen, you know, which is better, Miele, Wolf, Viking, Sub-Zero. It's like, well, okay, at this point, they're all great. So the question is, which one is the right look? Which one adds to the design of the house? So. So I want to free you up, Rose, to simply start looking at the roofing patterns, the styles, the color combinations, and make the decision based on that. You know, like, oh, this one, this series right here, I think this is going to be the best look for our home. And then you just go with that one. One addendum onto that is, please, when we're we're having a conversation about roofing, we don't want to just focus on the surface material. We also want to talk to our roofer about the quality of the underlayment because the underlayment is half the ball game right there, the stuff that you never see. So you could take, for instance, a Owens Corning or a GAF, you know, excellent roofing product, and uh, install it uh, just using roofing paper, which is the old way of doing it. Uh, a lot of roofers still do it, though. Uh, install it using old roofing paper and not have as great or long term of a roof as you would a lesser surface product put on a uh, a better higher quality underlayment which is really ultimately the last uh, d- best shield of waterproofing your home so anyway 
don't forget to have a conversation about the quality of the underlayment as well. Now, as far as the valleys are concerned, and everybody, a valley is where one roof plane meets another and creates kind of an inside corner. Most roofers that I know are going to uh, uh, encourage you towards a metal valley as opposed to a California yeah. valley. California valley is where you just weave the roofing material across uh, to create the valley. There's something to be said for that aesthetically, but that material, if it's going to bridge that, it's going to break down. It will start to break down, uh, ultimately. Metal valleys are have kind of proven themselves to be longer term, more durable, more reliable, uh, and so on. So I would tell you a metal valley. By the way, a metal valley doesn't have to be a huge gaping sheet of metal running down uh, the roof. A metal valley, when it's installed properly, the roofing material still comes within a couple of inches of that inside seam. So it's really, really hardly noticeable, but it gives a nice crisp line and uh, it reinforces, it's a piece of critical flashing that really reinforces uh, uh, one of those vulnerable points in the roof. So Rose, uh, there you go. I hope that helps. I, I think it does. Make your decision based on design when you're faced with uh, equal manufacturers. Uh, think about the underlayment, and uh, I would I'd probably point you towards uh, the metal valley as opposed to the the material weave in the valleys because I just think it's more reliable. There you go. All right, I I probably got time to start one, uh, and then we'll finish on the other side of the break. Uh, let's talk to uh, uh, Cheryl. Welcome home. Hi, Dean. Thanks for taking my call. I really enjoy your show. A couple times you. you've mentioned ways to get your hot water from, like, your bathroom sink quicker because I'm trying to be water, you know, cons conserve water, and it takes a while for mine to heat up. And I heard you mention something about something under the sink that can make it get hotter quicker. Yes, uh, you're absolutely right. And this is perfect because I can answer this one really quick, Cheryl. Uh, yeah, it is a uh, – you want to look for – you can uh, search this on the Internet – uh, you can also find them these days at the big box stores or a plumbing supply house, but you're looking for a point-of-use recirculation pump or under-counter uh, pump. And what it basically does, it mounts uh, right underneath your sink, and uh, you connect the hot water line to it, and in a tricky way, it actually connects into the cold water line, and what it does is it bleeds hot water through it. It pumps hot water and pumps it into the cold line, so it draws all that uh, that uh, non-hot water that has cooled down in the hot water line. It draws all that off and pumps it into the cold line, so you're not actually wasting the water. Uh, the water is still in your house. It's just over in the cold line and not the hot, so it doesn't waste water. And it draws the new fresh hot water closer to the sink. Now, those are activated by a switch of some sort, uh, either a switch that you literally, when you walk into the bathroom, knowing that you're going to be using the sink, you go ahead and push the button and get that pump going or a motion sensor switch so that when you walk into the bathroom, the pump starts running. It's still going to take a minute or two if it takes. So let me make this clear. If it takes two minutes for you to turn on the faucet, uh, and uh, and to bring hot water instead of cold uh, to the hot. Uh, it's still going to take a couple of minutes uh, for the pump to do this. The difference is what you mentioned. Instead of that two minutes of cold water just going down the drain and out and wasting that water, that two minutes of cold water is going to get pumped over into the cold water side, still there. Uh, you've already paid for it. You don't pay for it twice. 
and uh, and you have hot water uh, underneath. These, by the way, are now required in Southern California, required uh, for new construction or major remodels for every sink and faucet setup that is more than 50 linear pipe feet away from the hot water heater. That's how efficient they are and how effective they are. Uh, it is simply a part of uh, new builds now in California. So that's why you can find them virtually everywhere. So you could call up, you know, uh, plumbing supply, Lowe's, Home Depot, and uh, they'll they'll point you in the right direction. Thank you so much. That was a really, really good question. Right into the break. You are home with Dean Sharp, the house whispered. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without you. KFI, Dean Sharp, the house whisperer. You don't have to have a blue Christmas without me. I'm right here. I'll be with you. I'm actually doing this show on Christmas morning. We are here. We're here for you. Okay. Uh, you know what? Let's try and fit in a couple more calls before we're done today. I really, really want to do that. Jim, welcome home. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Dean. Can you hear me all right? Yes, I can, sir. Okay, fine. Thank you. Uh, I've got a noisy HVAC unit that's only about 15 feet from my television, and it makes it really hard to hear the TV. I wonder if there's some way to modify the noise. Okay. Uh, no, HVAC unit, like a like a window unit, or are you talking about like a duct that's coming into the room and it's just uh, carrying the fan noise really heavily? Well, it's it's a heater. And and uh, and then you can switch it over for air conditioning, which is outside the evaporator, I guess. Okay, all right. So it's your HVAC unit, and uh, and uh, the fan noise is coming through. One of two things, Jim. One of two things. Number one, uh, if it's exceptionally noisy, it might be an indication that there's something wrong with the fan itself. Uh, fans grow old. Uh, they spin. They do a lot of spinning. Uh, an older unit, the, the bearings can start going out. They can start making funky noise, especially if they haven't been serviced uh, consistently. They can get a lot of dust collected on the blades that sometimes throws them off balance. So uh, that's one thing. If it's not an exceptionally noisy fan because there's a problem with the fan, if it just so happens that the line of sound coming from the fan in through the ductwork into the room is just too direct. Uh, believe it or not, you can get a silencer uh, and you can talk to your HVAC contractor about putting a silencer on your duct. You're like, really? A silencer? Yes. Technically, they are called uh, duct sound attenuators, but they will remove a section of the ductwork in the attic or wherever the ducts are running and replace it with uh, essentially a muffler for a duct. Now, you don't want to do this on all of your ductwork because there is a little resistance that builds up. But for the exceptionally noisy ones, 
in exceptionally important quiet areas, yes, there is such a thing. And they vary in size and cost anywhere from you know 50 bucks up to $200, depending on how much silencing has to happen. But uh, yeah, it's doable. A duct sound attenuator. Look it up online. You'll see what I'm talking about. And then talk to your HVAC contractor about possibly popping one in. Jim, thanks for the call. <clears throat> Can we squeeze one more in? Let's talk to Brandy. Brandy, welcome home. To my local retailer to buy uh, the Optimus Fireplace or the Dimplex Optimus Fireplace. And he asked if I yeah. had a water line. And I had said no, because it's in my living room wall. There's no water access. And he strongly suggested not to purchase it because I don't have water access. And the, he said the cartridge was really small and it's a pain in the butt to fill it up all the time or access it and fill it up all the time. I wanted to see what your thoughts were. And if you agree with that, what would be the next best fireplace to get? Okay. Well, uh, first of all, good on you for even thinking about the Optimus fireplace. They're amazing. You're right. I've talked about them many times. This is a quote unquote fireplace that uses water vapor and LED lighting to simulate flames and they're brilliant. But yeah, they run on water and the cartridge is, I mean, if you're going to be running it like I would be like all day long, uh, the cartridge runs out and in, in, when it's a built-in unit, it can be kind of a pain in the butt. But let me be really clear about this. Uh, Let's talk to uh, your installer or talk to whoever's going to be putting this in about this, because when they say uh, what a water line is necessary, it's true. A water line is necessary, Brandy. But the water line we're talking about, we're not talking about ripping open your walls and replumbing your house. We're talking about the equivalent of uh, like the, the ice maker line to your fridge. I mean, a quarter inch nylon line that... Quite honestly, we could probably find 50 different ways of snaking it into the wall or near the wall or to wherever you're putting in the fireplace, whether it's through the attic and down or along the wall, underneath the baseboards, behind the baseboard. I mean, there there are probably at least 10 different ways that uh, we can do that. So don't abandon the fireplace that you want, this Optimus fireplace, just because somebody on the phone is telling you, well, if you don't have a water line there, you shouldn't do it. Well, let's get a water line there. It's just not going to be as extensive as you think because, uh, you know, it doesn't take a half-inch high-pressure line. We're just talking about enough water to keep the reservoir full when it requires it, uh, kind of like a toilet tank, except a micro version of it. There's a little float that fills up when needed, uh, and it's going to be great. So I would pursue that angle first uh, before the rest. And Brandy, thank you for uh, for listening. Thanks for taking that advice and uh, checking it out, because those are one of the new versions of uh, fireplace technology that uh, is really kind of uh, making inroads here, especially in Southern California, where fireplaces are getting more and more difficult to uh, wrestle with. All right, everybody. I uh, I don't have any closing thoughts for you this morning. I'll tell you why. Uh, I'm thinking through something right now, and uh, well, I'm not finished yet. And so uh, we weren't going to bring the, uh, the bread out of the oven half-baked. So I will just tell you this. I will share those thoughts with you next weekend, I promise. In the meantime, get out there. Enjoy this gorgeous, brisk Saturday or Sunday, sun, whatever day it is, Sunday uh, here in December. And uh, whatever you do, uh, go for it 100% and get out there and build yourself a beautiful life. We will see you next weekend.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.